0: Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trend centers, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. Historically, most Americans like to keep their food and their tech separate, as in the case of genetic modification. But research from animal-free dairy company New Culture suggests the majority of consumers will accept technology or an unfamiliar production method if the taste and texture of food are uncompromised and if there are added benefits, such as for the planet or animals. According to a recently published in-depth consumer survey that explores the future of animal-free dairy conducted by AMC Global for New Culture, which uses precision fermentation to make mozzarella minus the cows, found four out of five diners said they would buy the company's animal-free mozzarella if it was available at their favorite pizzeria. In addition, a sizable portion of meat eaters, as well as vegetarians and vegans, said they would try animal-free cheese, suggesting new cultures' innovation could set a new standard for quote-unquote alternative foods and acceptance of food tech. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, New Culture Chief of Staff Ben Friedman shares some of the surprising insights revealed by the research, which was published last week, including who is open to eating animal-free cheese, how much they're willing to pay, and how consumers prioritize their values when making purchase decisions. New Culture is among a handful of food tech companies using precision fermentation to create Real dairy with microbes instead of cows to disrupt the thirty eight billion dollar cheese category, which it says is the only dairy category that's growing in the u s and accounts for half the value of the u s. dairy market. Friedman explains that the company wants to offer an alternative to traditional dairy cheese that is more sustainable, which he reports is a quality in food that two-thirds of consumers seek
1: a, a new culture we make animal-free dairy cheese. And we are starting with mozzarella, which we will be selling to pizzerias. So the product that we make, it's a it's a vegan product, but because of the technology that we use, it's able to stretch and melt and do all of the things that you would want and love about mozzarella with all of those other added benefits. And the way that we do that is by making the key protein in cheese, which is called casein. So casein protein, is this magical protein that is responsible for all the things that we love about cheese, not just mozzarella, but the stretchiness and the ooziness of brie or camembert, you know, the the crumble of feta. It's all because of this casein protein. And what we do is we make an animal-free version of that casein and we use precision fermentation, which is a technology that's been around for decades now and is used to make all types of ingredients and, and food ingredients and also, um, uh pharmaceuticals that a lot of folks that we eat all the time or medicines that we that we use. And so precision fermentation is this process where you train uh a microbe, you know, uh just sort of a, a standard microbe which is used in fermentation. And you train it to produce a target output. And in our case, it's that casein protein. And so we take this microbe and we put it into big fermentation tank, like a you know a beer tank or you know how you ferment something. And um, we feed it sugars and it's in these, in in the broth is sort of, uh, it's like floating around in this broth and these microbes then produce the casein protein. We then recover the protein from the fermentation tank and it ends up being purified and dehydrated. It looks like a protein powder because that's what it is. So we make this casein protein powder. And for those who might be uh, familiar with uh, you know, protein shakes, you know, whey powder is one. That you can also buy casein powder at you know, GNC at the supermarket. And so once we have that protein powder, we can then add water, salt, plant-based fats to basically make like a milk analog that we can turn into any cheese that we want. The product that we're starting with, this mozzarella, because of the technology that we use, we are able to create a cheese that is sort of better for everyone regardless of your background, your tastes, allergies, preferences, food preferences. Um, it's just a product that brings everyone to the same table, as we like to say. It's free from cholesterol, free from lactose. There's no trace hormones or antibiotics. It's also incredibly, uh, it's much more sustainable. So orders of magnitude more sustainable when it comes to greenhouse gas emissions or land use or water use and this is all because there's no animal inputs as it relates to the other category the plant-based cheeses the plant-based cheeses on the market we're hearing from consumers and from pizza chefs that they just leave a lot to be desired though mozzarella is known for its delicious you know the light flavor the lactic notes the stretchiness the cheese pull and We hear from consumers that when they go to a pizzeria and they order a pizza with vegan cheese, often they're disappointed because they don't have, those cheeses don't provide the experience that consumers are looking for. And when we talk with pizzeria chefs uh, and owners, that they're not very happy with the product that is out there. And so where new culture fits in, it's this new third option, which from a sustainability standpoint, from from a food system standpoint, we believe is significantly a uh, significant improvement from what conventional dairy can offer. And if we look at the sustainability of the plant-based options, even though it is much more sustainable, the product itself isn't offering what consumers want. And so we're able to be this third option, which we're hearing from the survey and from taste tests that we've done really is, really is hitting the mark.
0: According to New Culture's survey, Friedman says that a resounding 80% of respondents said they were interested in purchasing animal-free dairy. But notably, it wasn't just early adopters or vegans or adventure seekers who wanted to try it. Rather, interested consumers ran the gamut.
1: At the early adopter cohort, so the folks who we were who we identified as that the first target for us, 97% of them were interested in purchasing our cheese. This is a great result for any company and especially for a startup that will be launching with their first product. I think the surprising thing to your question was what the response was from skeptics. So these are folks who we surveyed who were sort of on the fence about our product. we, We explained in the survey what the product is, what it can do, what's unique about it. And we had people who were sort of, I don't know, this might not be for me, But even for that cohort, 64% of them were still interested in purchasing our cheese. And what we heard from them is they need to try it on their own. They're not going to be persuaded by family or friends um, or even any any messaging that comes from us as a brand that might get them in the door. But they really need to try the product. And it wasn't just unique for the skeptics. I think that for even the folks who are the early adopters, people really want to try this product. There's so many new... Uh, like there's so many new food categories out there and new products, whether it's in plant-based or conventional or whatever it might be, that uh, we heard from the survey that taste is what matters most. Once people can try it, once people can sample it, then they will know if um, if this is a product for them. And based on what we've seen, the desire to try it is very, very high for us across all these all these segments. You know, As we looked at the universe of folks who we surveyed, 80% of them who are interested in our product are omnivores. So 80% of the people who are interested in purchasing new culture cheese eat meat. And what's what's more, 15% are flexitarians who eat meat but less often. So that's 95% of the people who are interested in new cultures, animal-free vegan cheese, eat meat. And this dispels a myth that I think that we hear a lot in the food industry that vegan products, animal-free products are this niche or this niche market that it's very small, you know, one, two, three percent of the population, five percent who might be vegan, um, those are the only ones who are going to eat vegan products, animal-free products. And for us, these findings just completely obliterated that myth. And we were very, very happy to hear that. When you have 95% of the people who say they eat meat want to eat our animal free cheese, you get another finding, which is that they want to have our cheese on a pizza with pepperoni and sausage. So, of the top toppings, we asked what toppings would you want to have new culture cheese with? The top ones were might you might expect onion, mushroom, pepper. You know, those are the ones that if you ask consumers across the board what they like on pizza, those are going to usually be in the top five. Pepperoni and sausage. We were not expecting that people would want an animal free cheese with pepperoni and sausage. And for us, this is a great finding because when we talk with pizzerias, sometimes pizzerias say, oh, well, it's a niche product. I'll put a vegan cheese on the menu. People aren't going to buy it. But now we can go and tell them, look, you can put a pepperoni on with our animal-free cheese, and you'll be able to grow the sales, you'll be able to bring more people in the door, you'll be able to boost your profile as a pizzeria because of this new animal-free cheese on your menu.
0: Not only were most survey respondents eager to try New Culture's animal-free mozzarella, but the survey also found many were willing to pay a sizable premium over animal-based options.
1: What AMC found was that consumers, those early adopter consumers, are willing to pay up to $4 more per pizza with new culture mozzarella. So that $4 more for new culture mozzarella is right in the range of what consumers are already willing to pay for gluten-free crust. And also would be more affordable than what impossible burgers were, were costing in the early days after they launched. And we know that people were lining up around the corner for those impossible burgers. So we feel like at a, at a, $4 $4 willingness to pay uh, incremental $4 more, um, that seems to be a reasonable amount. Now, of course, it's up to every pizzeria how much they would like to charge for a pizza with our cheese. And we would imagine that plenty would certainly, se- or would certainly sell those pizzerias for less, but that gives us a nice barometer that we can talk about with pizzerias that's well within the range of what consumers are paying for other products. We learned through this research that it also will bring more people in the door Ah, uh, to overcome that veto vote that we always hear about, the the folks with friends or family members, who oh, I don't you know they might be vegan or they're maybe they they try to eat more sustainably. and they won't go to a restaurant that doesn't have vegan options by offering new culture, this pizza these pizzerias will be able to overcome that veto. Um, another thing that pizzerias will be able to do is once those folks are in the door, like offer, other vegan products. So in addition to, if you want to buy a pizza with New Culture cheese, you could also offer breadsticks, or you could also offer a salad, or or desserts that might not have animal products in it. And then one other element, I'd say, you know, it is uh, there. There's there's a lot to love, as we say about our product. But one of the other things is from an operational standpoint. Pizzerias can treat our cheese exactly like they would any conventional mozzarella. So they don't have to change the oven temperature. If they bake up to you know, 800, 900 degrees, they can use our cheese. We know that existing plant-based cheese is really top out around 550, maybe 600 degrees. So if you're a Neapolitan-style pizzeria, you put the pizza in the oven for 90 seconds at 900 degrees, take it out. You can't really offer a plant-based vegan cheese, but you can offer new culture. You don't have to change your operations. You can grate our cheese like you would a regular cheese. You can store it like you would a regular conventional cheese. And those operational benefits really also set us apart from the existing plant-based options.
0: The primary motivators for consumers who said they wanted to try New Culture's animal-free cheese beyond curiosity was a desire to choose a product that was better for the environment and animals.
1: We we were very curious to see what do people have what are folks' self-perceptions when it comes to making decisions about the products that they purchase. And when we asked about not just New Culture but any sort of alternative Food product, a plant-based product, you know, alternative proteins, whatever it might be. We asked about, um, you know, what are, what are the motivators for them? And as as one might expect, for a lot of people, there might be a sustainability-oriented motivation behind that. And we found that sixty-four percent of respondents, when they when they purchase these types of products, feel like they are personally making a difference for the environment. What we were not expecting, though, is that those same people, 69% said that they thought they were making a difference for animal welfare when eating these products. Now, in the in the sustainable food world, there is a lot of discussion of sustainability. There is less discussion about animal welfare, even though we know... That a lot of these companies are very motivated by animal welfare and a lot of consumers are motivated by animal welfare and so we were surprised that more people thought they were making a difference for animal welfare than the environment despite this sort of messaging gap and this communications gap that there's something about animal welfare that in the public consciousness for whatever reason we don't fully um, fully understand it that there's less discussion about that but we're sort of wondering based on these findings is whether companies that are working on sustainable alternative proteins, new food products, should be leaning into animal welfare more. So that's an open question that we want to learn more about.
0: Given that these motivators are also what push consumers to buy plant-based options, it comes as no surprise that many of the respondents who said they would buy New Culture's animal-free cheese already buy plant-based options occasionally or regularly. The, the folks who are
1: interested in purchasing New Culture cheese actually buy plant-based products twice as much as those who were not interested in new culture cheese. So this is this is notable for us. I think when it comes to how we position the product, how we talk with consumers and the eventual advertising and talking with um, talking with pizzerias that we know that a potential way to to target new culture customers is to say, oh well if you've already if you're already buying plant-based, then the new culture is a natural product to try next.
0: Armed with these insights, new culture is preparing to launch its animal free mozzarella in select pizzerias in Los Angeles this year, but has longer term ambitions of selling its cheese through retail as well. It is confident in its ability to scale and meet demand, thanks in part to trusted relationships with contract manufacturers and confidence in its production process. These insights also underscore the market potential for animal-based products more broadly as long as the finished product tastes and performs as good or better than the conventional counterpart and offers compelling added benefits, such as sustainability or improved animal welfare. With that, we have reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope that you'll join me again for another installment, and to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.